Pacific leaders fear they will have little or no voice in the new national-led government. National currently has two possible Pacific MPs, Angie Nicholas, but only if she wins Teatatu, and Agnes Lohini may come in on the list after the special votes are counted. Labour had 11, including Carmel Sepuloni as Deputy Prime Minister. Caleb Fotheringham was at Pacific Community Events in Christchurch on election night and filed this report. Many in the Pacific community are worried about what the drop in representation will mean for them. I'm excited for change to come, but also nervous to what those changes are. I was at one point going to vote national, but the thought of a national act coalition to me smacks a bit of racism. They want the national-led coalition to deliver at a grassroots level. At a minimum. I'd hope that they would keep the ministries. I feel like I saw something that actors said that they want to just get rid of at least the Ministry of Pacific People and some others. I'd love to see New Zealand have more of a role in the infrastructure of islands like Niue so we don't have to rely on the Chinese to do it. Education for our young Pacific people, that's the one big thing that I want to see. The Deputy Mayor of Waitaki, Hana Halalili, says she is disappointed about the results but is trying to be optimistic. Labour has usually supported our Pacific people and our well-being so I can envisage there would be some significant cuts to some of the resourcing and funding that we have been able to receive to support a lot of our social and health outreach. Just last week, the incoming Prime Minister told RNZ Pacific he would not bow to act and get rid of the Pacific People's Ministry. Our position very strongly is I've been supportive of the Pacific People's Ministry. I haven't been supportive of the management of it. I think when you have a $40,000 farewell, I think that's insane. On current votes and with special votes still to be counted, Agnes Lohini is 25 on the list and has not made the cut. Another one of National's Pacific candidates, Angie Nichols, is leading the Teatr to electorate, but by a very slim margin. Pacific political commentator Thomas Wynne says this means the number of Pacific MPs in the governing parties might very well go to one or even zero. He says it could be a big problem for National. Here's my question to National. Who is it exactly that you're going to have as a minister for Pacific people? Because if Angie doesn't get in and neither does Agnes, then who? because you don't have any Pacific people in there. Chris Luxon has said he has a party of diversity. Well, I'm sorry, but that's just not the case. At the moment, Dr Shane Rithi is the Pacific People's spokesperson. On the campaign trail, this was his commitment to Pacific peoples. We know that attending to the cost of living, particularly attending uh, to inflation, is one of the most impactful things we can do. Thomas Wynne is asking frustrated Pacific community members to channel their energy into looking at what National and ACT have promised and hold them to account. I feel it's time for us to not think about what we're losing because that day is done, that was yesterday, and really we need to start looking at the opportunity that this new government affords us because shouting from the sidelines is not going to help us. Mr Wynne says ACT's vision is for less government and more community involvement, which could be beneficial. Tongan community leader Pakilao Manasi Lua, who's leading the charge on fighting for justice for ongoing dawn raids, says National and ACT have made themselves clear on overstairs. They don't support any pathway to residency for people who are overstaying or who may have been stuck here during the lockdowns and had no you know, other option but to try and find a way to settle. Pakilao Manasi Lua says while there is concern for overstayers, he's still holding out hope that the new government will surprise him.